Hey, my name is Dan, and I'd like to welcome you to a special episode of the Thriving in a Complex World podcast series. Over this collection of episodes, we're going to cover some skills that are helpful when coping with difficult situations, developing positive thinking habits, fostering strong and supportive relationships, and redirecting negative self-talk to become more resilient, confident, and hopeful. Each episode is based on socially contagious evidence-based practices that are currently being used by over 1,100 university students. In this episode, I'm excited to be joined again by Steve Oliver. For those who missed the last two episodes, Steve is a health and wellness consultant in Halifax, Nova Scotia, who has a long history as a participant and practitioner of various healing arts. In today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about Steve's own experience with self-healing and go over some practices that might be useful when others are considering starting their own self-healing journey. Hello, Steve. Thanks for joining us again. To get started, I first wanted to ask you a little bit about your background and how you began your self-healing journey. So when did that begin and what was that like early on in your life? Thanks, Daniel. Yes, um, when I was quite young, I, I, perhaps I should start with an environmental thing. I grew up in a family of healers. My mother and my father were both healers. They were spiritual healers, and they were well-known in the Halifax community for the work they did. So I grew up in an environment that uh, it was not unusual to be talked about and to experience people being healed spiritually by the energy of prayer and positivity and that power. And then later, uh, as I mentioned before, I uh, see as a adolescent, I started children's theater. And that's when I first began to run into meditative practice. And that set me on a journey to understand why these techniques worked. Why are they so powerful? And when you actually sit down and practice these, you, you, you will be strongly impressed with uh, the uh, the impact. And I began to meet other people. And it's almost as if people came out of the woodwork with information to give me. Uh, I know that sounds kind of bizarre, but I honestly believe that that I was put on a pathway and I bumped into other people on that pathway to learning about holistic healing and the power of the mind, the power of your 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 built-in ability. And as I said in the last uh, segment, we have the ability to heal ourselves. That's that's what we do. Given the opportunity, our bodies will heal. Considering a younger audience and someone who may be interested in starting a self-healing journey or incorporating some self-healing practices into into their life, who doesn't who isn't growing up in the same environment with the same um, tools that you had when you were growing up, how might they start going down that path to self-healing? Well, that's a very, very good question. And when I run through my own mind, look at what might be available for uh, youth out there today, there's not much. And I... I honestly believe that um, my work has not been fully endorsed by the mainstream. It's not something that you find being taught in schools and in universities, although I must say that the local universities here have engaged me to to run some classes. 
but it should be more fully engaged. So you won't find this uh, readily available. You're going to have to hunt. So my first recommendation would be is that you start doing some of these simple meditations that Daniel and I have been talking about and just try them. And then go out on the internet and, and look for, uh, there's lots of different places that have meditation music and meditation discussions. Just start looking and researching that information. Um, you, you will automatically, and this is called the law of attraction, the moment you open up that possibility, you will start beating people who want to do more meditative things. And, you know, it might be yoga, it might be Tai Chi, it might be just a meditative group. I know some places that run very quiet meditative. They meet once a week for about half an hour, an hour, and just do meditation. So there's, there are things out there. It's not mainstream, but uh, it does work. And uh, Danielle and I were talking earlier, and I said, how many yoga instructors or Tai Chi instructors that look unhealthy? No, they're all healthy because this stuff works. So I would strongly encourage you to do these simple exercises and to just start researching it and reach out and you'll, you will attract people, like-minded people, into your life. An ongoing theme in this podcast is mental resilience. So in your experience, how does your state of mental resilience inform your physical state and vice versa? I have been working on something that I call three-body centering. And the idea that we have three bodies is not an, a new novel concept. You'll see this referenced in many, many different uh, organizations around the world. The physical body the emotional, energetic body, and your spirit body. You have three bodies. So your spirit can reinforce your energy. I'll give examples of this in a minute. And your energetic, emotional body can energize your physical body. How many times have you uh, talked to someone and they said, I really don't know how I physically did it. I didn't have any energy left. I was completely exhausted. But somehow, somehow it was so important to me that I summoned up that energy. So your spirit manifests the energy for your physical body, even though you were exhausted, even though you couldn't even keep your eyes open to do it, but you did because you emotionally charge your physical body. And it can go the other way around. How many times have you felt really frustrated, sad, maybe angry, maybe confused, or maybe a whole myriad of emotional things? I call that your emotional body in turmoil. And what did you do? You got up and went for a walk. Just by going for a walk, your physical body gave your spirit and emotional body a chance to heal and center. And by the time you got back from your walk, you kind of maybe felt better and you, and you weren't as confused. And you maybe even had a solution for that emotional crisis that you had. So your physical body, by centering it, can reinforce and strengthen your emotional world. And 
Listen, I think everyone knows that your emotional world is a huge driver. If you are not emotionally motivated to do something, you are not doing it. And your emotions can propel you in ways that you don't anticipate. So having a balanced emotional body is very, very important. Your spirit body is a bit harder to, to zero in on. I call your spirit body whatever you think you are, doing whatever you think you are doing, wherever you think you happen to be. It's whatever you are conceptualizing about who you are, where you are, and what you are doing. It's that powerful. Whatever you think you can do, you are more likely to be able to do it. And whatever you think you can't do, you are more likely not to be able to do it. So your spirit is magical. So I would encourage all of your listeners to pay attention to your spirit body. Make sure you know what you want and believe in yourself. Your emotional body, give it a chance to calm down and to and to center. And your physical body, find something like a Tai Chi or yoga or just walking. Find something that will, it's called circulation of energy. So you want to circulate your energy by doing an exercise that's gentle, okay? And that's called chi. So walking is a, just a great way of circulating that energy. And the emotion, the meditations that we were doing help move your emotional energy and cleanse it and stabilize it. The same thing with your spirit energy. So balancing these energies will help you in many, many ways. So you can gain physical strength from your emotional state of mind and your spirit state of mind. As a health and wellness consultant with all of your knowledge and tools, what are some of the wellness practices that you use in your own daily life? Thank you, Danielle. Yes, that's a very good question. Something very practical and very easy to do is the three body centering. And I'll just explain how I would go and center my body and how do I know that I need to. And typically when I find that I'm either physically uh, tired or physically in pain or something's going on physically that's not right. My body just doesn't physically feel right, you know. Uh, it got a headache or upset stomach. Something's wrong with my body. Emotionally, uh, you can always tell when your body emotionally is off, you may feel emotionally down or you might feel emotionally hyper. Those are called uh, depleted or excess. So if you are e emotionally depleted or have emotional excess, those are two situations you kind of want to get out of. And then the spirit one, the spirit one is when your internal voice is saying no, is giving you uh, barriers. When your internal talk is not really that resourceful. So how do you turn these three states, and I call them bodies, your spirit body, your emotional body, and your physical body, how do you turn them around such that uh, you can heal yourself? And remember that one body can heal the other. So what I would do in any situation where if I have 
any one or all three uh, in the state, I would do this very simple thing. I'd start with my spirit body, and I would think of one thing that I really, really want. What's the one thing that if I could get it right now that I would want? It's a focus thing, you know? What is it that you want in this moment that would make you feel fantastic? Right? It doesn't mean that you get it. You just need to want it and to feel that you deserve it. You can have it. So I just focus on something I want. Then in terms of the emotions, I like to ground to, to ground my emotions on something that I think everyone can can tune into, something called gratitude. I just want to say to myself, you know, yeah, I might be able to have more of this or maybe I've got too much of that, whatever. But you know, I'm really happy that I have what I have. And just taking a moment and just being really grateful for what you have at this moment. You might want more or you might want less of something, but there's something in your life now that you are very grateful for. And then the final thing to center my physical body is after I've focused on something I want and I've started being really grateful for my reality, for what's in my reality, the third thing I would do for my physical body is just to sit still, perfectly still. I'm not going to add anything to my physical body. I'm not going to take anything away. I'm just going to... And this stillness period can be as, as short as a few seconds, 15, 20, 30 seconds, or a minute, just sitting still, doing nothing. This is called the art of doing nothing. And the magical part of that, and we've been working on this with all the meditations we've been doing, we're leading up to understanding that one of the big secrets in life is not having to do anything. There's nothing you have to do. You only do what you want. Okay? And hopefully what you want is helpful for other people as well, not saying being selfish, but you need to have a spirit guide focus on what you want. You need to be grateful for what you have achieved and what you have. And you need to give your body a moment to be perfectly still. Okay, and last question. For the people listening who could be totally unsure of where to start or feel confused about where to go in their self-healing journey, what is something that they might be able to do either today or this week or this month that's actionable to get them started on that path? Thanks, Daniel. Excellent question. Um, I often wonder what to say to people and they say, well, how do I start and what can I do? And I think one of the easiest thing to do is to find one or two other people of like mind. So if you can just look around in your group of friends, and you can find one or two other people that want to uh, practice centering themselves and, and expanding their abilities to uh, be more focused spiritually, to be more relaxed emotionally, and to be more healthy physically. One thing I would suggest, 
find find these one or two, two or three other people and just meet to go for a walk once a week. Just start with something, you know, form a little walking group. You meet once a week, you know, and you go for a walk and you talk about things that the others might do to focus spiritually. And by spirit, I mean figuring out what you want to do in your life. What do you want to achieve? Getting focus and feeling comfortable that you can achieve it. And by spirit and by emotion, I mean being grateful for who you are and where you are and where you're going. You know, just being grateful just to be here in the now. Right? Just being grateful and being with those other people. If you have one or two, maybe three other people, you can look at each other and smile. And that's a form of acceptance. And being accepted and grateful, just being happy to be together for that one hour or half hour that you have to go for a walk. And of course, as I've mentioned before, the act of walking creates circulation, creates chi. And from there, you might uh, expand. You might decide to form a meditation group. You might, whatever, it doesn't matter. But start with just meeting with a few like-minded people and plant the seed. Steve, thank you again for joining us. I'll add the links in the bio description of this podcast, but would you mind letting the listeners know where they can find some more information? Uh, Sure, Daniel. Perhaps the easiest way to find more information about what we were just talking about is to go to the Meditation Facebook page, and it's the Nova Scotia Tai Chi and Meditation Association. And if you search for NSTCMA, you should be able to find it. And then the other page on Facebook um, is something that I alluded to, the three body centering, three spelled out. So if you if you look for three body centering, you'll find videos and information there about specifically how to center your, uh, your whole um, system. Okay, great. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Thriving in a Complex World podcast. For more information about Thriving in a Complex World program, please visit www.contagiousresilientleadership.com.